in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Me- Maximize Your Medicare podcast. While the information on this podcast is believed to be correct, you should verify all facts. Nothing in this podcast is to be construed as financial advice. It is not the offer for you to purchase any instrument or any interest in any financial contract, including but not limited to insurance. The opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone. They are not affiliated with the Department of Health and Human Services or financial institution. Morning, everybody. It's Jay. I'm the author of Maximize Your Medicare. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. A couple quick things. First of all, the website for the book, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com, has been greatly improved, cleaned up. There are links to this podcast as well as other information about the book, reviews, and what other people have said about the book, as well as about me and my professional services. At any rate, go to www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. In addition to that, the 2015 edition of Maximize Your Medicare has been released in paperback form. The ebook version will be coming out in the very near future. So those people who have bought the 2014 or earlier editions will receive their automatic update if you've bought it on Amazon.com, less than 20% of the book has been changed. Therefore, you get a new copy. It is today, what, February 3rd, which means that there are just 12, nope, make it even just 11 days left for the Medicare Advantage disenrollment period. What is the Medicare Advantage disenrollment period? It is the time that you can get out cancel your Medicare Advantage plan and return to original Medicare. Well, what's original Medicare? Original Medicare is Medicare Part A, Part B, and you will be able to select a standalone prescription plan, which is Part D. Now, the key question here is whether or not you want to enroll in a Medigap plan because you are not happy for whatever reason for a Medicare Advantage plan. The answer is yes, Subject to some conditions, first of all, if you are no longer in your Medigap open enrollment period, in other words, if you are greater than 65 and a half years old, then you can be subject to medical underwriting questions. That is at the discretion of the carrier. Very importantly, certain carriers have relaxed underwriting rules to make it simpler, making the questions less difficult, and leading to easier acceptance into Medigap plans. You will need to check with carriers. This is the instance where you may want to check with a professional in order to find out whether or not this applies to you. Second, you will have to be accepted from your with your Medigap plan and you should probably do it first because if you are not accepted for whatever reason, that would leave you with only Medicare Part A and Part B as well as Part D which also leaves you exposed to the out-of-pocket expenses due to health. So in other words, it's pretty important to have the timing right. What I generally recommend to clients, my own clients, is that if you want to go through this process and you prefer Medigap to Medicare Advantage for whatever reason, that you first enroll in Medigap to make sure that you get accepted. 
Now, the reason for the timing of today's podcast is because we're coming very close to that period where you need some time, a few business days certainly, in order to be accepted by the Medigap carrier. First, I'm not overly concerned with the standalone prescription plan because that you can get online quickly. Even on the 14th of February, it is possible to be in, to enroll and to be accepted in the Medicare Part D. What is key is to be accepted in the Medigap plan. Now, why would people want to do this? There are a number of reasons. First of all, you can read in the newspaper and you have, may have experienced it yourself, which is that the cost of Medigap may be higher as with respect to premium on an ongoing basis. But in certain instances, you may have lower out-of-pocket costs when you deal with Medigap as opposed to Medicare Advantage. Second, some people get nickel and dimed because they continue to go to specialists or to doctors over time, or they can be reasonably expected to do so, in which case you get the out-of-pocket cost associated with the Medicare Advantage plan. For example, $50 to a specialist per visit. Well, when you add the $50 on on numerous occasions throughout the year and you total up your actual out-of-pocket costs, which include the premium plus the out-of-pocket costs, in certain instances, that total can be higher than the price of a Medigap premium. So there's another consideration. Third consideration here is is the idea that Medigap is stable. What do, what do I mean by stable? What that means is that the terms and conditions of your coverage under Medigap do not change throughout time. That means that the language when you enroll in Medigap does not change in 2016, 17, etc. That is a financial contract whose terms and conditions do not change. Medicare Advantage changes every year. Now, we won't get into why it changes every year or to what degree it changes every year. Many of you have experienced that the out-of-pocket costs can change, the premiums can change, the nature of the network can change. So as a result, those are a few reasons that people do choose Medigap as opposed to Medicare Advantage. Of course, the flip side exists, which is that Medicare Advantage is, generally speaking, less expensive on a month-to-month basis. There are plans in almost every state of the country that cost no premium. Whoops. Somebody's going to have to be put on hold here. Sorry about that. The Medicare Advantage plans are generally less expensive on a month-to-month basis than Medigap. Some of the notions, some of the shortcomings of Medicare Advantage network, for example, or out-of-pocket costs may be not relevant to you because you enjoy very, very good health. Uh, You could also value that extra, every extra dollar to that degree that it is more important to you than the chance that you would run into out-of-pocket expenses. That, Jay, cannot determine for you. That is a personal private decision that I don't try to impose myself uh, on that decision. I just trying to simply 
give you the right information. When can you not use the Medicare Advantage disenrollment period? There are a few instances where this is not the case. First, if you have purchased a Medicare Advantage plan by yourself, you cannot switch to another Medicare Advantage plan. Okay, so let's just say you bought a Medicare Advantage plan, plan number one, and after a couple of months you realize you would have rather chosen plan number two. If you've bought plan number one by yourself or with an agent in the private market, you cannot simply change to Medicare Advantage plan number two. You would have to wait until the annual election period. There are certain exceptions here as well. For example, if it is your first time in choosing a Medicare Advantage plan because you are newly 65 years old, you can change to Medicare Advantage plan 2 under something called the trial period. It is a 12-month period when you first turn eligible for Medicare and you enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan. Second, If you are given a Medicare Advantage plan or if you've enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan, which is a group-sponsored or an employer-sponsored Medicare Advantage plan, this, this restriction does not exist. You literally have no calendar restriction. You can change either involuntarily because, for example, employer has stopped providing retiree benefits, or second, you can also involuntary disenroll from your group employer plan and choose a original Medicare and Medigap plan. Now, this has to be handled with some care, and the reason for that is that you need to check very carefully your employer's rules, the provider of the or your employer, your previous company's rules to make sure that you can actually do this throughout the year. It should be allowable. I've seen very few instances where it isn't. And in addition to that, you must also understand the rules of if you change your mind and want to go back into the plan, that's another instance where you'll want to do some extra work. Now, this is not stuff to be taken care taken lightly, and you'll need to consider a number of different moving parts here. You can see this as well as other facts in writing up on MaximizeYourMedicare.com. On the right-hand column, there's a newsletter. There's an ability to enroll in the newsletter. It is free of charge. You can get it delivered or you can get a notice to your inbox to say, hey, there's a new newsletter. Come and read it. Come and get it. It will have some of these facts in writing. It also has other information that may be important to you or someone you know. We'll leave it here for now. We'll have podcasts in the very near future. In 2015, we'll be having them pretty much once a week to once every other week. I'm going to stick to that schedule as things have now settled down for 2015. I'm Jay. Go to MaximizeYourMedicare.com. The 2015 version is available online, and you can also special order it at your local bookstore. Thanks for listening.